Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, Gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, Movie Geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of this show. This week, we are going totally horror this week. It's October. We're celebrating Scary Movie Month with everyone. I think everyone I know is watching horror movies all month long. And this week, we are drafting them. The theme this week for our first horror-centric fantasy movie draft of this month is 2000s horror. So any horror movie that that was released in the years 2000 to 2009 is up for grabs tonight in this draft. It's going to be a hotly contested one. There's a lot of a lot of interesting movies on my mock draft list as I look at it. It's it's a deep deep list. So, I'm excited to get it on. Let's introduce we got two vets, two newbies, um like we've do, been doing uh in the past couple months. And I'm going to stop at start at the top, the top of this draft order with a guy who defies expectations every time he's on a draft. He said he wanted to be in this draft, and I had to double-check that he was serious about it. I'm talking about by my L.A. brother from another mother, Dan Hill from the Dan and Cody podcast. Daniel, what's going on, man? Justin, I could have been no other places tonight, and I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> so uh, Dan, Dan's one of, my, one of my podcast besties. He lives right down the road, and when I say road, I'm talking about a major L.A. freeway. A major uh, interstate. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw him, we uh, we we did two children's birthday parties in the span of like a week and a half, and so we had to spend some time apart. But welcome, welcome to the draft tonight, Dan. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. I want everyone to know I'm not playing around tonight. I actually, <laughs> I actually did some work, Justin. <laughs> yes, you for real said to me, "Are you ser- are you going to be serious about this?" And I was like. I'm fucking dead serious, man. I love horror movies. Uh, Mr. Beethoven, he picked uh, Beethoven first in our live action animal movie draft, and he will never, ever live it down. There's already been talk of it tonight, uh, pre-draft. So, Dan, what are you drinking tonight for the draft, man? I am drinking, I got several. All right, I got I got a coffee with cream and sugar. I got, I have a Coke Z- Cherry Coke Zero and an ice water. It's getting crazy over here. Ooh, well, we're at we're at, we're at this is that's my cocktail. That's my my podcast cocktail right there. I I'm so happy to have you, Dan. I'm so happy that you're going first uh, tonight in the draft tonight. But the guy who picked the draft order, he put you first. He he put himself second. He's also a vet. He's also a vet. He's also the one that I believe won last year's '90s horror fantasy movie draft. I'm talking about. Paul from the Countdown, movie and TV reviews, all the way down under. Paul, what's going on, dude? Hey, Justin. Thanks for the invite back today. And, and very, very kind of you to lead off with the fact the one draft I've ever won <laughs> is the one that you've mentioned. Because I've come second about 97 other times in the years around that particular draft. So, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Paul uh, famously recently lo- lost a draft. It was our... 1980 fantasy movie draft. We thought he was a sure thing with Empire Strikes Back. 
I think he he might have got a, a little a, a big head about it early on in the draft, and it came <laughs> came, came, came back that, to bite him in the end. Uh, what happened, man? Well, let's let's uh, address the thing that you never mentioned. It came second with the second most votes ever recorded by anybody in any fantasy draft ever. So. Just want to put that out there, which you never mentioned, Justin. So it was a pretty solid effort, I think. Oh, I, I thought it was a great draft. It, it was it was great to have you, man. Uh, welcome back to another horror draft. It's it's the next day over there, and, and Paul's already told us that he like ran like four marathons already over there in Australia. <laughs> Not quite true. Are you are are you hydrating after these marathons? What are you drinking? Yeah, man? I am. I am no no beers for me yet. I'm just on the sparkling water as I try and recover from the longest run I've done in three and a half years. So, how uh, far? Hopefully, oh, I was only 14 k's. I'm coming back from a bad back. So nice. Yeah. Oh. Well it done. Was, uh, well it was done. hot and it was uncomfortable, and they made us run seven kilometers back into a strong breeze. So I was not a happy camper by the end of it. And then I had to walk three k's home. So. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, I hope you have some gas left in the tank for tonight's draft, man. Uh, I know you love horror movies, and I, I'm happy, I do. I do. happy to have you back for this one. But uh, Thanks, we, man. Both of you guys are vets. You've been on the draft before, but we got two newbies tonight. Uh, in the three spot, uh, we got a gentleman that uh, his, his podcast all about scary movies, Halloweeners. I'm talking about Cody. What's going on, sir? How you doing, man? Yes, I'm ready to win. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us about your podcast uh tonight yeah you, so, you're, right. you're this is in your wheelhouse correct yeah oh fuck yeah yeah okay wait can i say the fuck word on here you can drop them all day long dude this is okay, explicit good, 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 explicit good. cody go good, ahead good, good. Man. okay yeah so we're we're kind of new podcast we've only been around for maybe eight months but uh yeah it's my friend kira and i who just for years had just watched spooky movies on our own and got real excited about it so we decided to throw a microphone in front of ourselves and discuss them and, and where are you hell from cody where are you talking to us from so i'm in chicago i'm originally from jersey the best state in the country but i live in chicago now awesome awesome well welcome sir are you drinking yeah. something uh over there in chicago tonight I'm drinking just water because I want to win. I know nothing about <laughs> sports, but I'm ready for whatever a draft means. Also, I drank too much wine last night, so we're doing water. Oh, so we we got a lot of hydration tonight. This is a this oh, yeah. is a tactic for for some people lately. They can't introduce alcohol into the mix. It might uh, you know affect their choices in the draft. But Cody, I'm happy to have you tonight. Can't wait to see what you're going to pick, sir. Happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, and, and in the final spot tonight uh, is a guy that has been on my show before, but this is his first draft. I'm talking about Josh from Bloody Date Night. What's going on, man? Dude, I have to tell you right now, I can't do this draft because my uncle wrote a note because I got bone spurs. So I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will jump jump in in your stead. Uh, Albus, you're not serious. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty psyched about this. Like I was going through a lot of my lists today, and I was because I was, I was talking about it earlier. I was like, I got two pages of shit, and so now I'm having to whittle it down and just kind of figure out uh, if Wild Hogs con is considered as a horror movie. <laughs> in, in some countries, yes. Maybe in Australia, uh, Paul can might attest to that, but. Uh, J Josh, last time I talked with you about horror movies, you were on the show, and we talked about Evil Dead Two, one of my favorite movies of all time. W with, uh, of course, my wife Chrissy and your now wife, 
and co-host Liz. How is everything going? You guys went from from date bloody date night to bloody married date night. What's going on over there, dude? Oh, it's great. She, uh, I whatever she tells me to do, I do it. Good man. <laughs> Good man. It's dude. fantastic, and you know, yeah, no, it's great. Like, um, yeah, we we've we've uh, we're probably in, I think our fourth year. I think we just did. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street four in September, yes. like in September, which was which is the our anniversary month for the podcast. So we are in Dream Master now, which is in the fourth year. So that's the fourth year of the podcast. So um, we just got done doing that. We uh, we uh, are gonna wor- work ourselves up because we're gonna be doing, I think, a double feature for the new Halloween that's coming out, uh, yes. which is gonna be fucking awesome. I feel like and that's, uh, that sounds exciting, man. It's gonna be really fun. I'm excited, dude. Anyway, uh, who's ready? Who's ready to lose to me? <laughs> All right. well, what, but, but, but before we can attest, Josh, are you drinking tonight for the draft, man? Yeah, man, I've got. Um, I went out and I got a five dollar little pint of vo- a Smirnoff vodka, and I threw a little bit of uh, cranberry uh, soda stream in it that we got as a wedding gift. So hey, guess what? Whoa, I'm drinking the Upper East Side Widow's cocktail. Nice. That is exciting. Before before we started taping, I said uh, I've got about three or four beers here, and I, I was like, tonight is like the most beer night ever. Like, I'm so glad I have these beers. I'm so glad I'm about to talk horror movies with the four of you guys. I'm drinking. Chrissy's obsessed with Kona Brewing Company now, so I'm drinking some Longboard Island Lagers of theirs. But it's been a it's been a crazy week uh, and a day over here in the United States of America. So to talk horror. Uh, movies. I'm excited. So let's let's we've introduced everyone. We we we've said uh you know uh, what we're drinking, but we're here to talk movies. Let's get this thing started. So tonight again, we are doing the 2000s horror movie fantasy movie draft. Nerd! Hey, what's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make coup fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. All right. So b- before we talk, number one, I don't want anyone to spoil any titles, even in jokes, uh, because this is a hollow- <laughs> hollowed ground in terms of scary movies, and uh, there's a lot of good ones here. But without mentioning any titles, guys, as a whole, this decade in 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 horror, what are you guys thinking as a whole? Is it a good good decade? Great decade? What do you think? There's some gems for sure. Definitely. A lot I think of, it's pretty uh, top heavy. I mean, when I look back on what I did last summer, I don't really want to scream about. No, 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 no. Um, there are some good. There are some good fucking movies in this in this decade. Like really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh- um. And I think I think I think horror movies are the most interesting genre in terms of the head versus heart uh, s- scenario we do here in the draft because it's subjective. Some of these some of these scary movies. So I'm excited to see what you guys got, Paul. Paul, uh, what do you think as a whole this decade? 
I think it's a great decade. I think it's wide open. There's a heap of films. I had to stop. Just had to stop adding to this list of potentials once I got well beyond twenty. Because unlike previous drafts I've been involved with, this could have been easily a, a seven or eight round draft. Because I, I think there's that many good films to pick from. I think I think the other thing to mention here is that this is a part of history where like stuff started to get a lot more online. Like movies and, mm-hmm. and word of mouth and stuff like that started to get like more on the internet and stuff and, and everything. So word of mouth really kind of carried a lot of these movies, which is kind of weird because now when I'm looking at my list now, I'm like, who, who fucking would have thought of like this movie to make? But like, there are tons of people who like went online and said, you need to check this movie out. You need to watch this movie. Like this is a, I think a very significant decade as far as horror movies go. Because it created like an open creativity, a creativity, fucking idiot. Um, if you uh, this open like this open aura of like creativity that I don't think anybody really was expecting, you know, which yeah, is, which is I mean, really cool. I mean, I guess we'll see that in all of our lists. But special effects started to get really good in, in this in this era. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of birthing of uh, of of franchises in this decade. Um, it, so you, yeah, there's a lot to pick from a lot to pick from. And, and it proved there, there, there were, there were like a, a shit ton of movies that, um, that were done on the cheap that were still great and, and, and vice versa. I think, it, I think this is when the, the time when, cause I think of horror movies now when they're being made, it's like they're rev- relatively being made for like maybe six to $9 million, which is to me, when you think about it, not a whole lot of money, but mm-hmm. like, I think that this is kind of a, a turning point when, like, movies that were coming kind of overseas were like, oh, this was made for how much money? We can – we oh, so we don't have to pour a shitload of money into a film. We just have to make sure that it actually is good. Like, we, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's a very cool little time in, as far as horror movies go. And, and they're also back getting back into that nostalgia kick. But Well, let's, uh, well, let's, let's get started, guys. We got five rounds – four of you guys that means 20 of these movies from the decade will ultimately be picked i've got at least 30 here on my mock draft list so i'm i'm very interested to see which ones get left off at the end so we're gonna get started with round one um and again paul uh picked the draft order tonight put dan first which i've already said it excited me greatly uh, because Dan, uh, when when he picks- oh, it excited you, it excited you, <laughs> excited me. I, I, it's I'm a, j- it's I'm, a goddamn insult. That's I'm, what it is. I, I, oh, <laughs> that's uh, what it is. You, you give no. you give Dan the first draft pick. You you don't know what you're getting. So Dan, you got the first uh, pick of this entire 2000s horror draft. What are you going to go with, man? You know, it was this was really tough because th- th- like you said, there's heart and there's um. And there's a uh, you know your brain, uh, and it's um there's a lot of good movies. There's a ton of good movies out there, um, and depending on what you like, whether it be like slashers or ghosts or, or haunted houses or vampires, um, what we really need to think about is that Paul let the wrong one in the first spot. <laughs> oh boy! So so what I'm gonna draft here is 2008's magnificent bullying deep-hearted love story vampire fucking badass film let the right one in
Very nice. Very nice. All right. Tell tell me tell me about this pick and it going first in the entire draft, Dan. All right. Ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is number eighteen overall of the top one hundred and fifty horror films. And of that eighteen, none of those films ahead of it were in two thousand to two thousand nine. But besides that, this it's a gem. It's one it's one of those word of mouth movies. That you're like, oh, have you seen Let the Right One In, though? Not the remake. Not the remake. The Swedish film. Um, It's about a little kid. He's bullied all his life, all his young life. And he meets this girl. I guess it's a girl. But she's a fucking vampire. She's a vampire. And he doesn't care because he has no friends. But this chick, (laughs) like, (laughs) this chick, like, brutally murders people in the snow. It is amazing. It's amazing. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's a word of mouth movie. I'm staying and buy it. Uh, what? That was exactly how the movie was pitched. <laughs> <laughs> what, Stand what, and buy. What does everyone think about this? Number one overall. I mean, it's a good choice. It's a really good choice. That's a Swedish movie, right? Yeah, I think. Yep. I hope Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like you know, is it has has enough people seen it? You know, we we have to think about popularity, and yeah. also is is it good enough? As popular as it was, it, it did have a American remake, right? Sure. Right. Uh, with uh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz, Grace Moretz. yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz and Richard Jenkins and all those guys, and and yeah, I mean. I think I think that's um, USA number one. You know, we <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think it's a little. I think it's a little. It's a little high for me, but that's just me. It's a creepy. It's a creepy, compelling child vampire flick, and you don't. <laughs> there's not many of those. That's this true. is a gem. <laughs> is it blasphemy uh, to say I like the remake better? Is that yes. bad? Am I a bad yeah. person? Do I go? Uh, Matt Reeves did that one. It, it's also good. It's just not not as good in my eyes. But it, it's Fair. it's definitely not terrible. So. Uh, his, I hoped, I honestly hoped Dan would pick one of three films which I was jockeying between for my number one, and he hasn't. So you haven't helped me at all, Dan. Fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it, it's a surprise to me, Dan. I think it's a good movie. Maybe a little bit high in my eyes, but it, you know, we'll see in the end. So, uh, Dan, yeah, pick- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think. It Justin. doesn't matter what it I really think at doesn't. All. Yeah, and who's <laughs> high? Which one of you is high? <laughs> that that'll all shake out as soon as we see everyone's picks. Paul, you got the second pick in the draft, man. What are you gonna pick? Yeah, well, this is really tough. Then, uh, as I said, I kind of hoped Dan would throw a curveball, but at the same time, I was hoping he would he would go straight forward mainstream and really help my selections line up. But after agonizing over it for the last couple of minutes while Dan was somehow trying to justify that film going number one, I. <laughs> I've decided to go with uh, Danny Boyle's classic uh, 2002 bent on the zombie genre because they're not quite zombies. It's 28 Days Later starring Killian Murphy in one of the most memorable horror films from that era, at least for me. Wow. So there, there's two wows here. One is wow because it's a good movie and, and you know I think it's, it's definitely one of the best. But I know Paul, like me, is an ardent supporter of, of, of uh, another movie. Uh, so, uh, why did you pick 28 days later here with your first pick ball? Uh, essentially because there's four films that I think all should go number one or should be the first four picks in the draft. And I'm hoping like hell, one of those will still be there once Cody 
and Josh have had their picks. So I'm, that's one part of it. Second part is I think this is it, it rebroke or rewrote the mold for sort of the zombie films. This film, along with a couple of novels that came out around the time, revitalized the, genre, the zombie genre and paved the way for some other films which may still come up. Uh, and really, if it wasn't for this film, horror wouldn't be where it was for the next 10 years. That's why. Uh, I, I just finally saw Train to Basan, guys, and I was like, yeah, de- definite, definite some 28 uh, later vibes in that movie as well. It was so groundbreaking. So Great film. I think it's a good pick. What does everyone else think? It's a good movie, man. It really, really is. And, and it's another one that was a, a word of mouth sort of, uh, sort of flick. But um, and I love the fast zombies. I love fast zombies. I don't like slow zombies. Okay. I, want, I want zombies that are sprinters. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want a zombie who's been in some sort of triathlon. Yeah, or, or ran fourteen k. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's the prerequisite of my zombies. All right. No, this uh, no like. I agree. It's uh, Danny Boyle is, uh, I think, a very underrated director. And, you know, this movie is one of his... I mean, obviously he's had... I think he's really had a struggle to, like, make really a big impact in America, even though he's got a fucking Academy Award. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think that, um, yeah, he, he makes movies where I'm just... Yeah, like, 28 Days Later is an exhaustingly, like, depressing movie, but it's also, like, at the end, you're like, oh, this is a bleakly hopeful movie. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of my bent, is the darker films, which end on a... Although that film, as you said, doesn't end on a, on a, on a low, it ends on a high, so, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the last ten minutes of that movie are fucking rad, though. Where he's just, like, running through the mansion, like, knocking off all the military dudes. Yeah. Yep. That's that whole scene is like it has no zombies in it. Well, it does, but like it's really, really <laughs> good. Well, we got a we got a, a Swedish a Swedish film and an English film. Uh, where's the USA, guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think it's a good pick. Like I said, uh, Paul with that second Cheers. pick. But Cody, you got your first pick in yeah. in round one. What are you going with, man? All right, so I'm slamming right to the end of the decade, 2009. I'm looking at a movie that had a tiny little budget but made back a fuck ton of money and started a franchise that maybe had diminishing returns, but I think the first Paranormal Activity movie is one of the best movies of the entire decade. Hi, Def Camera. On. My girlfriend, Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? Doors are locked. Alarm is on. If anything walks through here, it's going to leave a pretty good footprint. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. I'm standing by it. This is so. This is a, a firebrand of a movie. People love this movie. A lot of people hate it. Thinks it's shit. What? What? Do you, what how are you going to defend this, Cody? So okay, I got to be honest. I saw it twice in theaters uh, opening weekend, and the first time it was one of the best theater experiences I've ever had. The audience was eating it up, and the second time the audience was not having any of it. And it's amazing huh. how much that affected the movie. But I think on its own, and even just watching it on a computer screen late at night, it holds up completely. And it shows that you really, you don't need a fuck ton of special effects and makeup. You know, if you have just a couple thousand dollars, a house and a camera, you can make a terrifying movie. 
What does everyone think? Paranormal activity. I, I really like paranormal activity. It it's it was one of the one of these movies where you're you know, you're you're looking at the screen, you're watching it through all kinds of different cameras, and you're just waiting. You're waiting for some creepy ass shit to happen. And you're like like so and, and then when it does, you get the goosebumps. It's like, is that fucking cabinet moving? Is that chick gonna Oh my god, it just opened. And yeah, the like, way it trains you to know that nighttime is a t- something to watch out for and just fear inherently is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the time lapses in that movie, is that the one where like like she's just like gets up and like just stands oh, yeah. at the fucking yeah, bed? And, and like then the, you know, time the time lapse of her just like... down, shit's about to go down. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, it changed the game for sure. Yeah, I think it's a lot like 28 Days Later in that, yeah, it... it well, it, it popularized even further the whole found 40s genre, and then we got a whole bunch of inferior knockoffs, including the sequels which followed. But that's a pretty good, pretty good pick, and one which I, I'm a little bit annoyed at myself. I hadn't thought about really seriously to this point, but it should totally be in this list. I hate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a big old baby about it. Um. I don't know. I, I've never been into the found footage stuff. Like it, like it peaked with Blair Witch, and that's where it started. And I was just kind of like, I don't know if I can handle this. Like, but I, I think it was Blair Witch, and then this that like really. Yeah. I mean, lines, yeah. So. And 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 you know what's funny is that like now that I'm looking at my list, I'm like, fuck, I do have a couple of those on. <laughs> I literally was just like, I fucking hate found footage. There's one, two. Three. What am I arguing for? Where am I? Uh, he has no principles. He has nothing to stand on. It, it's just, that my vote doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, the cultural impact alone, uh, I think it's worth voting for. So good pick, good pick, Cody. Jo- Josh has got the last pick here in round one. Uh, Josh, what are you gonna go with me? I'm gonna come in fucking hard, man. Are you guys ready for this? All right. <laughs> in 2003, they decided to go ahead and put two of the biggest fucking franchises together. And make them throw themselves through windows and stab themselves through hell. And that is Freddy versus Jason in 2003. Wow. Nice. Go go ahead, Josh. Uh, Fellow Fred Head, I'm not surprised you picked this, but why did you pick this in round one? Okay, let me just go ahead and start. It's Freddy versus Jason. That's it. End Case of arguments. Yep. <laughs> yeah, end of argument. So um, this movie is this movie's fucking killer, dude. Um, so it's li- literally it's it's been one of those things that they've been toying like, and this is kind of like the the biggest fairy tale in all of like movie cinema in my cons- in my opinion, because for years, for fucking years, I've been like. I've heard things. They're like, oh, they're going to make a Freddy versus Jason movie. Jason versus Freddy is going to be so great. And it went on for like 10 years. And then finally, one day, like all, once internet happened, because <laughs> it happened one day, um, they were like, they, somebody put up like a, a trailer for Freddy versus Jason. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to happen. This is like going to be my, my two go away, my, my two second and third dads are going to meet up and they're going to fight each other. 
in a movie. And, and <laughs> my second and third dads, the TGIF show that I'm waiting for. So. My second and third dads, like the, the complete stupid idiot version of my two dads. Uh, I I mean, it's great. It's a great movie, uh, and it, it's really it's really fun. So it's fun to watch. Is it I mean, is it, it is, and and, it, and I feel like it really is because this isn't it. This is again is a part of this weird moment in Hollywood filmmaking where they're starting to integrate outside directors outside of the country. So Ronnie Yu, who I think is Chinese, he's a Chinese director. He, um, yeah, he's from Hong Kong and he, he directed, uh, Frey versus Jason and this, and he was just like, he got it. He, he just kind of understood that these two dudes are, it is essentially Godzilla versus King Kong. It doesn't matter who wins and it doesn't matter who loses, but like we better have a good fucking time watching it. You know what I mean? All right, who who who's not uh, who doesn't accept this pick? So I heard some dissent. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna go. Not, not a not a Freddy or Jason fan. I am a fan. I just haven't seen. I I've okay okay confession time. I've only seen the first two Nightmare on Elm Streets because I'm waiting to like fucking marathon them for the podcast. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Cody, I know, my, I know, Cody, I know. my name is Ju- my name is Justin, and uh, Hi, Justin. Night, Nightmare on Elm Street Three Dream Warriors is one of my favorite movies of all time. I cannot. Uh, I know. I can't, I keep, please, I know, please, please message. Message me and tell me when you watch it so I can okay. hear your thoughts. It's that important to me. Okay. So you got it, Dad. Got it. <laughs> I mean, it's I the like most adi- a- adorable child murderer in the world. What more could you not want in a movie? I love Freddy. I like Jason, but I need them to both stay in their lanes. This movie was like a cash grab. I'm trying to Ooh. trying to merge. Every, to merge every movie's a cash grab. I hate when trying people to be say like, that. Trying to be like AVP. Like, like you what? Don't, don't make movies trying to settle settle a schoolyard of debates of who would win, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, let's make that fucking movie. No, come on, man. But you know what? But you know what they did, and it made 114 million dollars. <laughs> That doesn't make it good. Does, it, does money makes it good? I will. I will. I will say this. There's a they lot have, of dummies out there. There's a have, lot of dummies out there that see movies. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, settle down. Settle down. <laughs> I mean, they had at least like half a dozen other ideas for this movie, and truthfully, it was probably the best of the ideas they had at the time. So, I, I think. I mean, I think it's a it's a great movie to watch with the audience. It's super fun. Uh, it, yeah. it doesn't make a, a lick of sense throughout most of it, but I love I love the two characters, and I you know. I think it was, I think it was worth it. I don't know if it's round. I can't. I can't wait for RoboCop versus Terminator. That's going to be great, dude. So we, we just, <laughs> you laugh about and that. At the end, they'll both murder suicide each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it, and it never gets settled. <laughs> oh. Yeah, who won? Who won? Freddie or Jason? I forget. Well, supposedly Jason won, but at the end of the movie, like he's he's supposed to come out of the Camp Crystal Lake holding Freddy's head, and Freddy's head comes to life, and he like winks, and it's like, guess what I just did. So, uh, good pick, Josh, but don't rest on your laurels, sir. It is round round two, round two time, Josh. What do you what do you got in your two spot here? Okay, all right, so. 
this is going to be this is going to be maybe another controversial uh, pick, but there is there is a guy who did a movie. He was a little musician, and he was like, "I'm just going to do a movie," and it was called "The House of a Thousand Corpses." No one liked it, and then he decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to make a sequel to that horrible movie, and then he makes "The Devil's Fucking Rejects," and this movie is my second pick because, although you you know that's that's it. <laughs> Devil's fucking rejects. Wow. Okay. What does everyone Ooh. think of this pick? Hi. <laughs> Pretty high. Pretty high. Uh-huh. But I like the passion. I like the passion for it. Clearly, you are a, a zombie fan. So he- here's the thing about Rob Zombie. Uh, he, you know, he's got a fervent fan base, but. A lot of people sure don't, don't like like some of his movies. So much so that I've recommended a couple of them, including this one, to people in the past. And it's really bit me in the ass. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I think this is one of his best ones, definitely. I think it's a super, super high Easy round two one. pick. Yeah. So um, has everyone even seen this one? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Absolutely. it. I love this movie. Thank you for admitting the first one fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, I hated that movie. It's not, it's not great, but I, but I will watch it every so often to remind me of its horribleness. <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpus, Corpses reminds me of Nothing But Trouble from the 80s with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Jeez, Chase. That's a long bow. It's like you, you were, you were going to watch like Bill Mosley walk around in a skin suit and then Dan Aykroyd with a dick on his nose oh. asking if he wants like, fucking fruit punch. Gross. That is a horrible, horrible film. Ugh. But, but like I said, Devil's Re- Rejects, pretty good. It's almost like a uh, horror western, man. Uh, zombies horror western. So check it, check it out at your, at your leisure, guys. Again, he's an acquired taste. Um, but, uh, good pick, Josh. Cody, you got your round, your round two pick. You've already got paranormal activity. What are you going with round two? All right. So. I was a little unsure about this one, because I don't know if you would even classify it as horror, but I came around to it. I have my defenses. I'm going with 2000's American Psycho. What? All right, here we go. So, this is definitely a hybrid... I hate to get in these hybrid discussions, especially when there's so many straight-up horror movies here on the board. What does everyone think about this one? I think it's horror. It was on my list, too. Yeah, it was on my list. It was a bit further down, but but I but yeah, I, I would classify it as a horror. It's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a it's it's a it's a it's an extreme black comedy. I mean, um, yeah, I guess you can. I guess you could uh, constitute it as horror as being like the most extreme, extreme horror comedy that there is. It's like it's like it's like if a slasher went to college and became a businessman. Like, imagine I, a college education, Freddie. You know, I just and like this, look at who the fucking villain of the world right now—the actual real life monster. It's the exact type people. Who are portrayed in this movie True. are people ruining this fucking world right now. So, yeah. real life horror. I got every time to videotapes. <laughs> I got every time to videotape. Oh man! And has anybody here read the book? Yeah, Mm-mm. I read it. I read it before I saw the movie. Yep. Yeah, I read it recently, and I mean the the depictions of violence in that are I'm not kidding the most 
disturbing uh, descriptions of any violence I've experienced in any media. So I think any adaptation that even has the same name as that book has to be considered horror. It's the only book that I've ever bought from a legitimate bookstore that was wrapped in plastic when I bought it. Yeah. It, the, the violence in that book is not even depicted in the movie and it's still fucked up. Exactly. It's not even half as bad in the movie and it's still fucked up. But it's a movie about a slasher from the perspective of the slasher. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, one of I I when I when I see uh his name, uh I mean, that's one of his best roles, definitely. I mean, it's uh, it's it's kind of funny now because Patrick Bateman has kind of become a synonym and synonymum among Oh, <laughs> a cinnamon, uh, a cinnamon of uh, pop culture and being just like a kind of like a, a high class psycho. You know what I mean? Yeah, American psycho. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it's it's still on our to do list for our podcast. That should be interesting in the future. Oh so. God, <laughs> maybe I should maybe I should maybe I should invite uh, Paul on the podcast again oh, shit. to, to, sh- to shield one. to shield him from all the horror hate that that. That worked with Dead Alive uh, earlier this oh, year. God. So, what you need to do, Justin, is before you put it on, just look at Chris and just be like, "Try not to get turned on by all of this." <laughs> oh, oh my God, guys! Like, I'm in a state right now. Again, we're in October, and I really want to do a hereditary um, Mandy double feature with Chrissy, and she would instantly divorce me. Like, it would instantly be so instant, <laughs> so quick. Uh, Mandy so. is one of the best films I've seen straight up in the past 10 years. Oh, Ugh. don't say anything more. I haven't seen it yet. It's on oh. the to-do list. We won't, ru- we, won't, we won't ruin it for Paul. We won't ruin it for Paul. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. It's on VOD, Paul. Get on that, man. Uh, yep. Don't worry. I'm all over it. It's going to happen this month. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh... Good pick, Cody, with American Psycho. Paul, you you got your second pick, man, here in round two. What do you got? Well, I'm kind of stunned. I thought some of these would be gone, so I should be really, really pleased, but I'm still having to, de- to decide between these films. So right? are, you, are, you, are you like, oh, um, was this good? Or like, I'm second-guessing all mine now. Uh, well, a little bit I am, I guess, but I, I know this film is good, and it certainly spawned a franchise, and... It, Arguably the biggest franchise of films during the 2000s that was a horror. We got one every Halloween and there is, of course, a law of diminishing returns. But the first one remains one of the greatest, I think, twists I've ever seen, certainly in a horror film. It's Saw as directed by James Wan and written by he and Lee Whannell. And uh, if there's anything more iconic than Jigsaw as a character through the 2000s, please enlighten me because he was pretty damn impressive. He's definitely a he's definitely a proponent of the uh, universal healthcare idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, who, who's not to love with that? <laughs> I you know it it's it's towards the top of my list. Two thousands horror. It, it can't be uh, more prominent uh, as, as a movie as a series of movies. What does everyone think? What? How did this drop so far? I was surprised this could go round one, guys. I'll take Ooh. that as a, as a as an endorsement. Thanks, Justin. I I love I love Saw I I love the first one I think I I wonder if no one touched it because the because of the the sequels you know they the, I I love Saw one two and three those are and and then four five and six and however the fuck else many they made are like trash yeah I mean the first the first one's pretty solid I mean yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's 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 one of those movies where 
I mean, it's it's so weird. You revisit it, and you're like, Danny Glover's in this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carrie <laughs> Elways is in this movie? Dina Meyer, Starship Troopers. And you keep on forgetting, like, how <laughs> many good good people are in this movie and how well it's made. It is, and it's, and, yeah, yeah, it's a good pick. And it was made for a very small amount of money. So, this this was, this put James Wan on the map, and, and Lee Winnell, for that matter, and just the, the amount of money it turned around and... and Regardless of how inferior some of the sequels absolutely are, this was a juggernaut that literally steamed yeah. through cinemas every Halloween for the next what seven, eight, seven years, I think. And yeah, amazing. It brought the it brought the twist back the tw- the, the the twist at the end. It, it brought that like way back to to movies. I feel horror movies. Also, it's not as gory as the other ones are. It's shockingly restrained when you see what came after it. Yeah. And uh, James James Wan has has dominated since then. You know, got Aquaman coming up. This guy is on fire. Uh, I think it's a great pick and a steal in round two. Dan, we've already yes. stayed. It's been a while. You, you took the first pick with let the, <laughs> let the right one in. You got the last pick here in round two. What are you going to go with, man? Well, yeah, I mean. Th- I'm glad I'm I'm in a, a, the right place because there a, a lot of the movies picked re- before me were were on my list. So so I'm in the same wheelhouse. Um, I'm going with 2002's The Ring. Nice there pick. you nice go. Pick. Love the ring. The ring. I mean, it, I know it's a remake uh, of um, of Ringu, but like this this sort of movie, like it was marketed marketed fantastically because no one really really understood what the hell it was about. Or like, so wait, so wait, a movie, um, a, like a film, like kills you when you watch it. Like it, it's just so like strange. And then like. You watch the movie in the theater, and and that the, those sort of feelings, like you know, it's a movie, but like they creep in. You're like, oh my god, we're watching what is gonna fucking kill them in seven days, like, and it just didn't make sense, and it was just so, it was so well done. Had a creepy kid. You always got to have the creepy kid, and um, <laughs> you know, Naomi Watts is amazing. Like you do. <laughs> and then and then like this this movie, like the effects, like Samara whatever the hell her name like climbing out of that well it's like embedded in the back of my brain and like spoiler alert when that bitch comes through the fucking tv <laughs> like are you out of your mind like like show me video footage of like people watching this movie for the first time and i'm sure the crowd is like gasping like what the fuck is going on and you don't actually see this bitch kill people until like the very end so, like they just they just show you the body like it's a beautiful film man i love it love it love the chase love the mystery um it's a uh, it's really really cool and interesting idea with the vhs tape you know yeah the the nostalgic throwback this is the the, yeah. e- the edge of vhs dying dvd coming in but we mm-hmm. got uh the vhs there i mean just a huge marketing success uh was that movie just like paranormal yeah. activity like everyone you're like oh you got to go in and see this 
and so and, and play plays on like urban legend of like something that's like pat everybody knows like candy man or like a bloody mary it was that t- sort of thing like oh really we're gonna watch this tape i love that stuff love it uh what does everyone else think of, of the ring in round two good yep good pick well done dan nicely thank I you think you should pick more kids being scary because i think that's that's totally you <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about kids being scary, man. <laughs> uh, there's a few other scary kids uh, movies here on my mock draft list, but uh, let's get started with round three, guys, which means Dan gets another pick off of that one. Dan, what do you got, man? All right. Now, this one this one I'm picking from my heart just because I saw it in theaters with, with my wife, and we didn't know anything about it. And I feel like that's like the best way to go into a lot of these movies. You have no expectations you don't really know what it's about, so you're just like you're just totally fresh. I'm going with 2008, The Strangers. Hell nice. yeah, yes! I love this movie because they're the 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 people like the the villains in this film have no agenda. They're it, it's just like you were home, man. That's why we're we're like terrorizing you. You answered the door, and like I feel like in 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 real life, there's a lot of people that like you know their their parents didn't hurt them or like they didn't fall in a well like 20 years ago. Like they're not a ghost trying to like reestablish like <laughs> their new life. Like there's people out there that are just want to fucking kill you, and that is terrifying. And and I, I really really. This freaked us out, man. We were like, holy shit, like lock your doors. This one stays with you. It's it's like a domestic snuff film. It's almost like yeah. you're like, is this a real life movie? It's so real. And uh it's Yeah, it's, and it's it, like, did it's like, did we do anything to deserve this? Nah. Nah, we just like killing people. <laughs> it's as scary, someone who man. grew up in the woods of New Jersey, this scared the shit out of me when it came out. Woo, man. Yeah. And it, and it starred, uh, you know, Liv Tyler at, at almost her prime. You're like, just stay away from oh, Liv, yeah. Liv Tyler, guys. No, stop. Uh, and like, their their buddy who gets like blown away by that shotgun, and you're like, no. Oh yeah, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. From, from It's Always Sunny. Sunny. Is that Dennis? <laughs> yeah. Holy <That's> right. shit. <laughs> It, it, it was up trying to show him the rule, the Dennis system, and he gets shot in the in the chest. Damn, it's even better now. It's an even better film now. It's it's just so it's so simple, but it works so well. Um, you you the masks, the masks, masks are creepy. You know, seeing it in a theater, of course, also was great. I remember that. So, I I think it's a it's a great pick, Dan. Here in round three, yes. Uh, thank yep, you, thank yeah, you. Well done, Dan. Very nice. I'm trying uh, to win, guys. I'm trying to win. <laughs> He's taking it seriously. Congratulations, Dan. Proud of you, man. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Paul, you got your round three pick, man. What are you going with? Okay. Well, uh, following on from Dan, I, I'm going to go in a completely different direction, and I, I'm going to go with a film which, on paper, everybody was dead against to take what was an original classic in this genre and absolutely think even to suggest you have the hubris to be able to compete and and recreate it 25 or so years later in 2004. Nobody was down for this until they saw the end product. And I'm talking about Zack Snyder directed James Gunn's written Dawn of the Dead remake. Beautiful. Which uh, I have to say, I was one of those naysayers and i went to the cinema to see this you know some almost 15 years ago totally ready to shit all over it and came out of there going i was entertained 
I liked the characters. The gore was awesome. The action was amazing too. To take the, the, the bare bones skeleton of George A. Romero's script or film and then sort of pat it around and make it a much more 2000 sort of type of horror film with the aforementioned fast zombies was a bit of genius, I reckon. Uh, a kinetic film like that movie. That movie just flies by. My my favorite it does it probably does. my favorite Zack Snyder film. I'm like can't oh, for sure. by far his best. Can, film. can he get Easy. back to some horror or something? Like, dude, I, it, it was it's amazing. Yeah, but Justin, it has to have like a dude with like eight packs of abs in it, <laughs> and he's throwing another dude through a fucking window in slow motion. Uh, the the beginning of that film and how it starts with uh Sarah Polly and like the her whole domestic life just Great. going yeah. to shit really quick and uh, you know some of the camera work that he does in that movie it's like night and day I'm like what happened to Zack Snyder yep. guys and an actual good use of slow mo too N- not too and much slow mo you know I think that was also the first zombie movie that we saw that where the zombies started to run I think. Yeah, twenty eight days later, kind of set the the mode for Was that. that before? And then this, yeah, a couple of years okay. before. Okay, Paul's got a trend yeah, going. This, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's got a trend here going. So, uh, Dawn of the Dead, uh, a great pick in in round three as well. I thought this would be we going higher, but uh, Cody, you got your round three pick. What do you got, man? So I originally had the ring, but I guess I will move on. I'm going with, um, I think it is straight up the scariest movie on my list. Possibly the most terrifying movie of the decade, in my personal opinion. I'm going with the all-female-led The Descent. <sighs> nice. Yeah. Big. Oh. That was my next one if it got back. Very nice. Damn it. Sorry. Yep, that was on my radar, too. Tell us about this one, Cody, and why you picked it. I mean, like, I'm not even claustrophobic, and this movie fucks me up. And so the first half of it is almost exclusively just a caving drama, practically, where the horror is nature. And then add on top of that some actually terrifying monsters. And it would be so easy for the monsters to be cheesy or kind of not as scary as the actual just being stuck in a cave. But they're fucking terrifying. Yeah, they are. So good. So scary. I watched this. I watched that movie tonight. The lead okay. character ki- kills one of the dudes with a fucking bone. Yeah, he like smashes his head with a femur or something. Uh, it's like primal. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's really sick. It's really and there's some really really cool subtle sort of character interaction drama behind it too, like the infidelity and how that's all going to play out. It's just it's fantastic. It's also got, I think, maybe like one of the most depressing endings ever. I, I, I like looking at these movies this decade. They loved their bleak horror endings. I think it depends was which ending you're with. talking about, though, because I have the better. Yeah, one, they, they the satisfy one. both. Because yeah. we got a uh, we got a ridiculously inferior sequel to this movie as well, where of course it follows the happy ending. Oh, wait! What what originally happened? What 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 was the two endings? So the actual one that was filmed, and I believe the UK release, um, but the original script, uh, she, the main character seemingly escapes the cave, gets out, gets in a car, and then it's revealed to be just a uh, hallucination or a dream or some sort of yeah, fantasy. Jacob, uh, Jacob, Jacob's ladder scenario. Yeah, she's just still <laughs> stuck in the cave. It's it's awesome. Uh, I, I thought that movie was terrifying. 
before they even got to the creatures, man. I'm just like, who, what, what do pe- people do this for fun? This is fun to yeah. people? Like, this is a group, like, fun activity? I'm like, no, 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 no. So, uh, uh, but I think it's one of the best of the decade and another, like I said, the, the, these that are going in the later rounds were at the top of my list. So I'm glad, uh, people are picking them. Great pick, Cody, uh, in round Thank three. You. Uh, Josh, Josh, you got the last pick in round three. What do you got, man? All right, listen up, guys, because I'm going to throw some fucking knowledge on you. All right? So, Wesley Snipes <laughs> fucking fights vampires for the second time. And his name's Blade. That's Blade 2, baby, coming right at you. Gilmore <laughs> Del Toro fucking Ooh. brings his fucking shit in his first, one of his first ever American movies. And this is, and this is by far superior than the the original, I think, um, kind of late, like kind of brings everything up. Like the stakes are kind of raised a little bit more because he has to um, align himself and 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 coordinate and and kind of work with the vampires themselves to kill like a higher species. So this whole movie's really kind of ups the ante as far as the first movie goes, and it's directed by Guillermo which means it's going to be like a bunch of dead children and a bunch of bugs everywhere. Josh, you're going to have to defend. You're going to have to defend this as a as a horror pick, man. I could I consider this I consider this an action movie, a superhero movie. A horror is definitely you know later on the 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 hybrid order of of the movie. But we're not going to say we're not going to we're not going to call vampires horror. What does everyone think? Does it is this Blade Two fly? I would love for that pick to stick because it's not a good one. So more. Ooh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. I'll, I'll eat it if wow, I have horror. horror. So scary. So scary. Uh, I mean, I, I love it. I love it. The shade. I, the shade being thrown. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, it, it's. I love it because it's totally different from Blade One, which is also a movie that I love and think that is highly underrated. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't think of it as a horror movie straight ahead. So, but I will allow it. Uh, all right. Now I gotta mark up all these other Marvel movies I have on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, Infinity War. Infinity War. Marvel movie. Uh, Gran Torino. Why is that on here? Any anytime it's in question, I like to pull everyone. So, uh, but but we'll allow this one, Josh. But uh, round four is here. You get another pick right outside of this one. What are you gonna go with it? Uh, round four. All right. You guys ready? I'm going to no. go with Rack. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Nice pick. Very nice. Nice. Tell, tell us about Rack and why you picked it, Josh. Wreck uh, is a uh, Spanish, I think, Argentinian horror film. It's a zombie movie that's also a found footage movie. I know I shit on it a couple of, like, maybe a couple <laughs> minutes ago. But it is a found footage it's movie. It's, um, it's about a news crew who... Um, who kind of uh, make their way into this abandoned um, tenement building that has a virus, uh, an escaped virus in it, and they follow this uh, fire team in there. And it's all told through the perspective of the cameraman and the uh, the news reporter. And it is sick. You, their bodies fall from the ceiling. Uh, the last five minutes are not only claustrophobic, but also in the dark. So... You have that whole shit. It kind of, like it, and this was remade also. I think a couple of years later with Quarantine, which yeah. is also still a really good movie, but it's just the exact same movie. Um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a killer film. I love it. 
I want to marry it. <laughs> I, I know. I know. At least Paul is a fan of this movie. I've heard him talk Absolutely. about Wreck. Yep. It was on my list coming up, depending on how things shook up. So I think it's a great pick. Uh, slightly better than Blade Two. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Cody, you agree with this pick? Yeah, I love it. It's fucking terrifying. I, the remake is fine, and I actually saw the remake first. Um, and the original Ooh. still scared me, even though knowing it's practically shot for shot identical, it's still terrifying. Uh, I'm just not familiar with it, to be honest. It's okay, Dan. Check it yeah. out, Dan. Well, check, it it out. check it out. The, it's what's it's great. interesting. It's only it's an hour and eighteen minutes. As Damn. as a parent, I'm like, check my I'll get that done. Yeah, I'll get that done. <laughs> tick, Easy. Tick. <laughs> uh, but but a great round four pick, Josh. Cody, you got your round four pick coming up. What are you gonna choose, sir? All right. So I I know, I know this is gonna be controversial. Um I'm going with uh a guy who started real strong in the nineties and then kind of flipped that reputation in the two thousands. But I'm going with M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. So it's I wouldn't I don't know if a lot of people would even consider it horror or even um scary per se, but I think it's a movie about people living in a horror movie of their own creation. They're voluntarily and not always knowing, but living in their own horror movie, essentially. I mean, I think it's a ballsy pick. P- many people, Cody, will think it's a horror movie because they, they are like, it's so bad. So no, 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 it's fucking great. Rewatch it. It's about power and believing people. Oh, it's amazing. The cinematography, Roger Deakins, the score by James Newton Howard, all the performances. Bryce Dallas Howard's fucking incredible in it. Rewatch it. Come back to me. I'm right. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I actually, I, I don't mind it. I just remember it was one of those where people saw the theater and got like actually mad like they were yeah. mad at the screen yeah. and m night for doing this to them so well because uh, the twist is dumb because the characters who created the circumstances leading to the twist are stupid and full of hubris that's why it's so effective and, it, and it's funny as you just as you picked this chrissy just walked right here into the kitchen and she is one of those rare unicorns who hasn't seen the Sixth Sense hasn't seen Unbreakable, <laughs> hasn't seen The Village. I don't think she's even seen. I, I don't know an M Night Shyamalan movie that you've seen, right, Chris? No. Yeah, she backs out like the the Simpsons gif into the. Bush. <laughs> I, would, I would love it actually if she was just like I've only seen The Happening and Lady in the Water. Oh, that's right. Yes, <laughs> we, we have seen The Happening for the show, so you have seen The Happening, Chris. So, uh, but The Village is a. Uh, a, a controversial pick. Uh, I'm telling you guys, everybody listening, rewatch it. You're gonna love it. We'll we'll see. It looks like a landmine on your list, though, Cody. Holy crap! I'm saying, I you know what? I love the movie so much. I'm willing to take the L if it means I'm gonna not do well. I love it so much. I'm fine with that. I, I'm I evangelizing I, the village. Get the word heart, out there. Go with a heart. Well done, Cody. I love. Give, I love. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> so uh there you go uh village off the board paul round four what you got man okay well it seems strange that this falls to the australian to pick for this film but i can't let this draft go by and i'm a little bit worried that no one's going to pick it if i don't so this is probably a little bit of a heart pick in some ways it's uh from 2007 it's the only anthology film that anybody has picked yet it's trick-or-treat from michael doherty <laughs> 
uh, pretty great, uh, pretty great uh, set of stories that weaved together really well. It didn't get didn't get seen by as many people as we'd, he would have liked, I'm sure, or the studio would have liked. Although there is a sequel coming uh, year after next after he does whatever Godzilla film that he's working on at the moment, uh, and. Yeah, I just, it's one of those films which is genuinely creepy, has a couple of good stories, a couple of good little uh, um, monsters in there, including the the dude, the kid with the, or the, the small thing who's a demon with a pumpkin on his head. And yeah, I think it's pretty damn good. I think it's an underrated film. What does everyone think about this? Everyone seen Trick or Treat? Yeah, actually, I watched this uh, last week for another podcast that I was... Um that I was recording with, and uh, we had to watch this and talk about it. And this is a pretty stellar movie. It's pretty sweet. It uh, it's an anthology movie that it's kind of like the old like um, like Tales from the Dark Side and uh, Freak Show, Freak Show, all that stuff. It's it, I think those are really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. When, to have when done well, when yeah, yeah, when when done really well, which is what it which it is done really well. Although I I'm not I wasn't a big fan of the. Um, the bus, the bus crashing thing. I don't, I don't know why. I just didn't. I wasn't into it. Fair I enough. wasn't into. I wasn't into the bus crash. So uh, and I said he's got a pumpkin on his head. Of course, he's got the sack on his head. He carries yeah, the pumpkin around. Sorry. I didn't want to break mm. it to you, but it's okay. Uh, Dan, you got the the last pick in round four, man. What are you going to choose? Uh, and we're going five rounds. We're going five rounds. Okay. Hmm. This is interesting. I wonder I wonder I wonder if it will be acceptable. <laughs> just go with yes, Dan. I, I will say yes. I will say there's some solid just straight up horror movies. If you're gonna go with a hybrid, go with something that's horror first, preferably. Let's not get into a fight. Dan, what do you got, man? Come on. Well, I'm interested I'm interested to see if you would accept this the the, the two for one here on um two thousand seven's grindhouse. Meh. Or are you gonna make? Or are you gonna make me pick one? I yeah. I mean, I don't think you can pick it because only half of it would even count. I I don't. I just don't. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's fine. That's totally fine. Rod Rodriguez's okay. part maybe, but Quentin Tarantino's that's that's not a horror movie. It's, come on. Okay, all good. I will take off in a car, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I will do um I will do 2009's Orphan. Wow. Wow. Now I saw I saw this very Creepy recently. Kids again. <laughs> yeah, dude. I did not see them in the 2000s. I didn't see this movie in 2009. I saw this shit like 3 weeks ago. <laughs> and uh it 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 still held up this like I love Vera Farmiga just period. Um, she's, she's awesome and she's great in horror movies. Like there's something about her where she, she really plays like tough. Well, I, she's not, she's not really a victim in, in the, in, in her horror movies, but, um, the, you know, the, the chick, the, the orphan herself, like that story is so compelling. She's a great great actress in that movie, man. Yeah. Like the ability to play. I mean, can I, am I, don't I'm, you know what? Don't don't spoil, don't spoil that one because that's just a, okay. Th- that's that's half the fun of that movie is just the the twists and turns it takes. That's a yeah. That's a favorite uh, here in this house. That was one of like the first movies we ever did on this podcast, and we just like laughed. And, okay, like, it's one of those movies right when you get get out of it with a friend, you just have to talk about it because it's so bonkers. So yeah, 
basically a, a, that little girl is Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> he's been, no, but he, he's been in a did. couple a movies chameleon. like that. He loves the the creepy kid movies, Sarsgaard. So, uh, yeah, well, I love this film. I I love it in round four, and yeah, that's it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, I, I, uh oh. Yeah, you, you have company over. I, I apologize. You're a kid. It's okay. Uh, um, no, no, I, I, I haven't seen this movie in so long, and like, I, yeah, again, I don't want to spoil the ending, but yeah, it's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. What? Watch, watch Orphan, guys. If you've never seen it, don't know anything about it. That's the best way to watch it going in. So, uh, I think it's a great pick in round four. But guys, we are here. It is wild card round, round five. Um, I will say this, and this is how wide open this this decade is. It, man. My yep. number one pick is hasn't been picked yet, and I'm like, oh my God. am I stupid? <laughs> am I? I like I like a lot of horror movies, but maybe is this is bad in everyone else's mind? We'll see if it even gets picked. Uh, Dan, you got your final pick of the draft. What are you gonna go with, man? Man, this is hard. There's two there. I'm wondering, do I do I piggyback? Go, go the off kid of one. Go the kid one. <laughs> <laughs> what shall I do? Collect them all. <laughs> Um, let me, man. Okay. Let me pick 2009's Drag Me to Hell. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Let's take it. Sam Raimi, um, Justin Long. He, I love Justin Long playing that like stupid doting like uh, boyfriend and that freaking gypsy. Holy shit! Had a had a fantastic ending. Um, great, great mix of of, of practical effects and CG. Um, just just a fun horror flick. I feel it's a, it's a good Raimi throwback. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Old Evil Dead shit. He's yeah, he's, sure. he goes back into his form in that one. That's a great. Yeah. And he's having a fucking blast. Clearly, too. Al- Allison Lohman. I had like a semi crush on her back in the day. She was in Big Fish as well. She's great and dragged me to hell. And then she like fe- she fell off the map. You haven't seen her, but it's dude, cr- when that. When that Ganoush, when that Ganoush like puts the fucking curse on her, like I get the chills when she's at the bank, like trying to get the loan, and and then like oh my god, when she like goes to the, I guess that was like a weird wake or something. Yeah, and, yeah like the body falls on. All, all the exchange and like bo- weird bodily fluids between the yeah. old woman and her. There's is, so much stuff going in her mouth the uh, entire movie. Dude, no, yeah, just absolutely not. Of that, of of thinner the movie. Oh yeah, you know, but much better. Much better. Yeah, yeah, much better and less pie. (laughs) Less pie. (laughs) I I think it's. I think it's a steal in the wild card round here at round five, Dan. Uh, Thank you. So proud of you, sir, Paul. You got your last pick of the draft here. What are you gonna go with, man? Yeah, like you, I'm a little bit surprised by how this has gone, Justin. I, I'm going to end up with five of my top six picks, and, and the one that I didn't is The Descent, so Cody, thanks for that. Um, 
This one it was very high on my list, and I, I don't know, maybe this is the one you were talking about, Justin, is your favourite, or at least your number one. I think this is a magnificent movie. It's a Stephen King film, which comes from Frank Darabont. It's 2007's The Mist, which I love that movie a lot, and I can't... I'm surprised it slid to five. I know there's some hate for it, and I know I've just lost epic film guy Nick's vote, but I never get it anyway, so, so <laughs> who cares? Fuck him. Fuck that dude. Yeah, that's right. But uh, I, this, I loved this novella when I read it in one day many, many years ago. When they said they were doing a film for it, I was stoked. And when the film came out, okay, the occasional ropey uh, CGI effect aside, I was just blown away. The... The study of how human the human psyche fractures under intense stress is sort of one element of the horror, and then the actual creatures themselves, which are just awesome. Some of the kills are amazing. The spider things in the in the chemist part or the pharmacy part, ugh, I'm not a I'm not very good with spiders, and that shit really set me off. And then the ending, the gut punch of an ending, which has, to my mind, never really been rivaled in in horror cinema since. So. I was always going to pick it. I thought someone else would steal it before me. I'm really happy to get the mist in my fifth pick. I, great date movie. Great, you know what? I was about to. I was about to say every time this movie comes up, I I I say that this movie came out in November, and I took Chrissy and Chrissy's mom, and we saw it on Thanksgiving. And, <laughs> Are you wow. kidding me? And I just remember walking out of that movie with Chrissy and her mom, and being like, "What happened to us? Oh like, my god! Should we walk into it was." Thanks, thanks everyone. Chrissy's right here. Remember the mist, Chrissy? It's hard to forget. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but again, uh, very high on my list as well. I'm glad someone someone picked it. If you haven't seen the mist, of course, see it as soon as possible. There's even a black and white version of the mist that's also great. The Durbont did. Paul, so. I have a fun fact about the mist. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. The um, Thomas Jane is in that, right? And he's he like sure a painter. Is. Yep, yep. Artist. Yeah, yeah, yep. In that room, he is painting um, uh, a gunslinger from Dark yep. Tower. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know if that was common knowledge or not. Oh, I, I picked, <laughs> yes, yeah. That's a it's a nice little homage. I would love yeah. it. Just like it's just other like ridiculous characters, like Howard the Duck. Uh, I was I was I was surprised that Dan didn't pick this out uh, to because of the kid in it, but it's a sad kid story. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, I again great pick in round five, Paul Cody. You got your round five pick, man. What are you going to end off with? All right, all right, all right. This is a wild card pick. Um, to my mind. I find it personally more terrifying than almost any movie on the list so far. I'm going with David Lynch's Mulholland Drive. Oh. I know. Okay. Now. Yeah. I I love Mulholland Drive, but this is Listen. the... Yeah, come on. I don't okay. know, guys. So, I don't know, Cody. I've never this seen is, it. It follows the trajectory of every classic final girl heroine. But in this one, Does she, it, I mean, it's a spoiler really, alert, really, she fucking Cody? dies in the end. What? It, it, it follows the final girl scenario. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she starts She starts wide-eyed and eager, so excited to be in Hollywood, and she ends up being torn apart by everything she encounters. Every single interaction is meant to horrify her and just bring her down. And also, it features 
to my mind, the greatest jump scare in the history of film with the scene with the <laughs> hoa behind the dumpster. That's what I was about to say. That's the only like really super horror element that I know of that movie. Yeah, I've seen I it several this times. This morning is fucking terrifying. It's horrifying. What is what is outside of Paul? Paul, I know that you hate. You know, you're not a big Lynch fan, so I understand no. you're not seeing it. Uh, Dan, Josh, do we accept this in the horror draft, Maholan Drive? I don't, I don't oh, know. If I, I, I would accept it more as like a David Lynch. Like David Lynch is his own genre right now. You know? Yeah, it's hard to pin this down. Yeah. Pin this one down. Me, um, I, I, I just my, my calls it every dr- intention in the movie is meant to horrify. That's my I, argument. IMDb calls it a drama mystery thriller. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I say let I say let Cody have it if he wants to have it. That's fine. But by Cody, me. here's 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 <laughs> the thing, Cody. And you got to look at yeah. your whole list. You got American Psycho. That's I know. that's on the I fence. Know. The Village definitely on the fence. Uh, I would say, even though I love Mahal and Drive, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it as a horror movie in the first. You know. You know, I'm willing to be controversial, but if you want me to switch it, I can switch it. Uh, let it stand. Let it go. All right, I- I'll allow it. Is someone doing the dishes over there? <laughs> that I can hear no. something. I'm making soda. <laughs> oh, that's a freaking soda stream. <laughs> I didn't know you'd hear that. Making moonshine. Oh, yeah, Someone, soda someone's soda. making soda stream over there. Maholland Drive, I guess I'll allow it. Just know on the record that I, I'll put an asterisk in my mind that, uh, you know, whatever. It's the wild card round. We'll, we'll let it fly, Cody. Josh. Exactly. Josh, Josh is soda streaming over there, I assume. Are you ready to make the final pick of this entire draft? Yeah, what do you got, what man? You got, man? I'm not ready because I'm not done with my soda stream. Damn it, Josh. <laughs> We're almost to the end, and you're you're making soda. What's going on? I know, I know. Okay, so um, I'm su- I'm so surprised that no one's said this yet. So I'm not into torture torture porn, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say that right now. I'm not into torture porn, but I will say that Hostel really made a big impression on me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Certainly qualified. Eli Roth is the one that it's. He made Cabin Fever. He came out with Hostel. Hostel was like the biggest fucking thing to come out like of 2005, and I watched it. And damn, dude, it's it's fucking sick. It's a it's a sick movie. Um, part two is even worse, but uh, it's it's oh. just it's it's so insane. I was about to say, uh, Hostel 2 and, and Don Wiener from Welcome to the Dollhouse, I, that whole scene is I, I imprinted in my mind forever. But uh, In the second movie, second or first movie, where it's uh, somebody's like just slicing off a dude's leg, and just like he's just putting it on a plate and eating it in front of him. It was so fucking <laughs> odd and yeah. weird. And it's, it's such a... It's it, yeah, like Eli Roth has kind of gotten to those guys who's just extremely gory and kind of not over, like he's overdoing it spectacularly. Is this the one where somebody gets their Achilles heel tendon uh, cut? Uh, I believe so. There's a, okay, definitely that's always, a, there's that's a, always stuck a, with me. I, I think there's a penis maybe involved, some kind of cutting of the penis, which oh really disturbs me. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, like. Somebody rips off a dude's penis and throws it to some dogs to eat. Ah, yeah. Climax of the movie. 
Wow. And, and the last movie picked, it's just gotten really nasty, guys, uh, here at the end. USA! USA! USA. <laughs> <laughs> Those stupid U- U.S. Uh, dudes over in a foreign land. I mean, you know, rich dudes paying to torture people. It's just, it's the American way, guys, is what we're talking about. It's, it's, so. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a throwback to um, the most dangerous game in a weird way. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. So, guys... Uh, before I get to my most honorable mention that, again, maybe I'm the only one that likes this movie uh, of this decade, I'm going to read out the board so everyone knows who, what the teams are. So we got Dan. Dan's got Let the Right One In, The Ring, The Strangers, Orphan, and Drag Me to Hell. Paul Paul has 28 Days Later, Saul, Dawn of the Dead, Trick or Treat, and The Mist. Cody has Paranormal Activity, American Psycho, The Descent, The Village, and Mulholland Drive. And jo- Fuck yeah, I do. Josh has uh, Freddy vs. Jason, The Devil's Rejects, Blade 2, Wreck, and Hostel. What does everyone think about everyone's list? Who, who can, who's going to win I'm this a, one? I'm a shoo-in for number two. <laughs> Damn it, Paul! We got to get your your draft self esteem up, sir. <laughs> uh, anyone else? What does one think? Even okay, I know my list is a little weird looking, but even if I don't win, I'm willing to die on the hill of just standing by these great horror movies. I don't uh, care. <laughs> I, I win either way. Um. I I will say, uh, just because Chrissy was by here just a second ago, she is leaning towards you, Dan, in your list, which I was like, are you sure? Really? Bingo. (laughs) She knows what's up. Dude, um, let the right one in is crazy good. That's uh, the sleeper. I I will say, uh, I think it's between Dan and and you, Paul. We'll see how this goes down. Um, yeah, but, Paul's got but, a strong list, man. Paul's got be, a strong list. B- before we get to honorable, honorable mentions, let me mention this movie that's at the top of my list. Maybe it's just yeah, me. Yeah, what is likes. it? So in this decade, there was a, a series of films that I thought the first two were, were the best, but it's still just like how Jaws affected people in terms of swimming in the ocean and being scared of it. This series of films as a person that's very wary and careful flying uh has me scared of certain situations that would lead to my death so that's why oh. i i have at the top of my mock draft <laughs> list i have the the first two movies i could go with either of these final destination 1 and 2 i love both of these films i talk about them often just to be like oh haven't you seen Final Destination? You shouldn't drive behind this, you know, uh, truck bed full of full of logs and stuff. You know, uh, you shouldn't go in the tanning man because it could trap you in there and you would fry to death. Yep. So, yep. I think the cultural impact alone, and I just think they're fun films. So I'm surprised I no agree. one picked any of them. So next on it was next on my list. I actually like number two more than number one. Yeah, that was one of my one of my lists too. But I was afraid that if it were we were going to mention them, it was going to be I don't know. I felt I felt it was going to be too too picked. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a little too fun, a little too gimmicky. It's too fun. Um, all right, <laughs> so uh, honorable mention. So guys, I'm gonna go down the draft order. If you got one more pick, if there was a hypothetical round six, I'm gonna ask you guys what you would have picked. Dan, you go first. What would have been your next pick if you had one? Well, I was I was struggling with the, the last one. It was either drag me to hell or I was gonna. 
sort of steal some of Paul's thunder and get 28 weeks later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, Paul. I, I was surprised. I, I actually like weeks later better than days later. I know you're a proponent of weeks later as well. What will happen, man? Ooh. Mm. There you go. There you go. It's Co- called Lake Co- Mungo. Lake Mungo. C- Cody, what would have been your next pick if you had one, man? Uh, I was going to go with the original Japanese version of The Grudge, Juon. Yep. I know it's a little rarely seen, but it's it, it inordinately scarier than the uh, American remake. There you go. That works. Uh, Josh, you got a, a, a number one honorable mention for us? Um, no. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, this has been very interesting because I'm like, there are so many different uh, movies with different, like, there are a lot of, been, there have been a lot of directors that have come, like, from Hong Kong and South Korea and all this stuff. But I'm going to say, like, I was really impressed with Silent Hill. Silent Hill is fucking awesome. Silent nice, Hill nice pick. is really, really good. And I really wish I could have thrown that in the, into, the, into the draft. But damn. That was next, that was on, my next on my list. Yeah, that's a really solid film. Um, I have to give a couple shout outs to a couple movies we've done on our show. Uh, Slither, we love. Uh, Grant Grant. <laughs> You know, all those tentacles. You got to love some Slither. Uh, I love Slither, man. Uh, Jason X is, is probably one of my favorite Friday the 13th oh, movies. Stop. Talk Stop. about Talk about fun movies. That, that movie is fucking hilarious, Jason X. Uh, and, and another movie that's super, super, super disturbing and I would never make Chrissy watch, uh, but I love is Inside, the, the French film Inside. Yes. Great pick. Uh, is would have been a great pick. Anyone else want to throw out some honorable mentions they that we missed? Yeah, there. Oh, sorry. I was Dan. There's Good a um, there's a Japanese there's a Japanese horror film, um, and I didn't pick it because I already had let the right one in, and I'm sure not a lot of people have seen it, but it is so good. It's called Thirst, and uh, it's about uh. It's about these Japanese vampires. It is. It, I mean, it's all subtitles. If 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 that's not your thing, then you're gonna hate this movie. But it is. It's like a gripping vampire. Um, okay. Uh, movie. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Check it out. Thirst. Thirst. Uh, I I have two. And Go ahead. I would definitely say I would definitely say that the Poughkeepsie tapes. Which oh, is, oh, that's, that's yeah. fucked up. Which is which is that's hard to watch, watch, man. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't you can't watch it really anywhere. But if you find it, it's really hard to watch. <laughs> but um, it's it's yeah, it's it's a ridiculously fucked up horror movie. And then also, I will say, I saw The Devil, which is a South Korean horror movie about a serial killer traveling through uh, South Korea, like killing people. Yep, I had. I had uh, Dog Soldiers, which is probably horror action. That's why I left it off. You mentioned Inside, Justin. I would suggest the most disturbing film of the 2000s by far away is another French film, 
called Martyrs. If you haven't seen that movie and you really want to get fucked up, that is the one to pick. Uh, and a couple of little ones, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon was pretty- I pretty, love that movie. Yeah, pretty cool concept. I think Wreck 2 is a great it's film, so as good as the first one. And only other one I'd mention is 30 Days of Night. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a good nice. one. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the Others, The Orphanage is great. Uh Dead Silence 14- is uh, Dead Silence is an underrated uh, James uh, Dead Wan. Dead Silence is so fun. Fourteen oh eight. Fourteen oh eight is great. Yeah, yep. T- teeth, teeth, teeth is a good one that ever that everyone should watch and be scared of. So, uh, I'm hearing an echo of myself. That's great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I said, there, there's a deep bench in this decade, and I think a lot of you guys. Uh, pick some of the best. I think it's going to be uh, a competitive poll when we put this out. So again, the biggest part of this is uh, this this episode will come out on a Monday, but on Wednesday we're going to put the poll, uh, the draft board up, so you can pick your favorite team. Who who picked the best five movies of this two thousands horror fantasy movie draft? All four of these guys did well. We're going to go down the list to make sure where we can find them in their podcast. Daniel. Uh, thanks again, sir, for for joining us for for being serious about this, Dan. This is you turned a new leaf. Where can we find you and your podcast online, man? Thanks for having me, man. Uh, and I I always try, but I I try on the fly usually. <laughs> uh, um, so I do two podcasts. One is the Dan and Cody podcast, Cody with a K. Um, we cover daily life, pop culture, current events. Um, you can find us on uh, all of them, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Stitcher, whatever, Spotify, and uh, social media is at Dan Cody Podcast. And then me and my wife do a podcast called the Melrose Place Podcast. We rewatch, recap, and analyze every single episode of Melrose Place. And we're into season three right now. Kimberly is, is about to uh, get killed. And uh, it's crazy right now. And that one, you can follow us at Melrose Pod, and we're on we're on all of them too. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Yada, Spotify. Uh, shout <laughs> shout out to your lovely wife Jenny. We love you guys. Thanks thanks for joining me on the show tonight, Dan. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Paul, you're over there. It's the next day. You did another ho- you did another horror draft. Uh, where can we find you in the countdown online, sir? Uh, so yeah. It's the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews. We're on all the podcatching apps. You can find us on Twitter at the Countdown PC, uh, and we're on Podbean, and we're also yeah, and we're part of a network, Comic uh, Confidential Network. We're there as well. Um, Paul, can I can I tease the news that's coming next month in November? Sure can. So this is super exciting. Obviously, Paul's one of, one of my best podcasting friends. Known him for years now. Love his podcast. Yeah. Love him and Wayne. If you guys are not following and listening to the countdown, something is wrong. But uh, next month Thanks, in Nove- next month in November is going to be a big moment because there's going to be a crossing of the streams, guys. Chrissy and <laughs> I are going to join Paul and Wayne on on a countdown in November. I'm super excited for this. Oh, that's awesome. I, I think that Wayne and Chrissy have a lot of similarities <laughs> between the two of them. So uh, I'm looking forward to Paul. Th- thanks for inviting us. I can't wait for it to happen, sir. It's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it and uh, having Chrissy on the show as well. 
Awesome. And, and good luck in this draft, sir. Thanks for joining us. Cody, thank you. You're, you're, yeah. you're a newbie, man. I think, you, I think you did well tonight. Where can we find you and your podcast online, man? All right. I'm all over the internet personally at CodyMonster91, but you can find my podcast, Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on social at Halloweeners Pod, spelled exactly like it sounds. Uh, yeah, we just recorded an episode today about the original Suspiria, so that should be coming out pretty soon. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Well, Cody, I appreciate you being here, and everyone check out his podcast, and good luck in this draft, man. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Awesome. Josh, uh, you got Bloody Date Night over there. You and Liz, where can we find you online, man? Uh, you can you can um, find us on Twitter at, at Bloody Date Night. We got Instagram at Bloody Date Night. My uh, address, my home address is 212 <laughs> East 80. <laughs> uh, no. uh, but you can find us all on that uh, social media bullshit. We just did a uh, our our new Nightmare on Elm Street po- uh, episode for not- for Bloody Date Night, and um, yeah, like follow us and all that bullshit. We we'd love to have you. It's it's a fun little stuff. She hasn't left me yet, so that's good. <laughs> awesome, awesome, and again, boy. again, congratulations to you. We love us some uh, married couple podcasts, and we're glad to have you guys. So again, uh, everyone that's listening to this, go- make sure you go online to our Twitter page. Once the poll drops, pick your favorite team. Uh, if you're listening to this, you found us so married to movie geek, but you can also find our podcast online at uh, you know Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher, we're on uh, Spotify, and then on the social media, we're at Movie Geekcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Next week on the show, guys, is is a great one. We're, we're continuing Scary Movie Month with a '80s double feature that is totally bonkers. And it's probably going to cause people to be mad at me. Uh, and anytime that happens with, with, with Chrissy and horror movies, I like to bring in a human shield. And uh, next week, I'm bringing in one of my favorites, Chris Brayton from the More Gooder Than podcast. is going to join us on our brand new couch. And there are going to be fireworks involved. He's already been texting me about these movies I made him watch. Uh, so stick around for that, guys. I, I love Scary Movie Month. I love scary movies, good and bad. And uh, these two movies I picked for the two of them are are very interesting and worth staying around for. So, uh, again, thank you to Dan, Paul, Cody, and Josh for joining me on this week's 2000s Horror Fantasy Movie Draft. We will see everyone next week. Thanks a lot. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.